Merry Christmas, you wonderful. Now dig on this. Whoa, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we watch, oh boy, we watch a good movie. I'm just going to do funny voices the entire time. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, we, we watched uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. And, um, and boy, did he. Yes. Uh, well, let's just get started. We'll talk about it now. Uh, just do your thing and give us a little um a little bit of backstory about this movie or at least uh, sum it up for us all right so the uh the, the movie stars jim varney as the titular Ernest, mm -hmm. uh who is a uh cab driver he, you this know, one he usually does a, you know a series of odd jobs in everything he does like nothing glamorous but uh in this one he's a cab driver and kind of a shitty one, and dangerous one. He he made a guy go catatonic. Yeah. In the beginning. Or dead. Yeah. Uh, it was we, never confirmed. Yeah. And then uh, he picks up Santa, and uh, he drops him. He literally picks up Santa. Yeah. Santa Claus is his one of his uh, cab victims. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> cab yeah. patrons. And uh, he he drops him off at a uh, at a museum because he he needs to he needs to bring the next in line of Santa's. Yeah, Santa is, um, he's losing his Christmas magic at, like, 7 p.m., and, uh, he needs to, to basically pass the torch to another person, um, because if he doesn't, then the Christmas magic will be, uh, will, will disappear. Yeah, and in the, in the, in the meantime, uh, Ernest also picks up some vagrant girl, mm -hmm. and, uh, who really could have been cut out of the movie altogether. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, she's just... She's kind of a, a street urchin where she's, you know, always a fibber. Yeah, she's, and, she's a runaway. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty much the misadventures of... Uh, oh, how could I forget the... Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> the airline uh, freight people who uh, received the reindeer... Uh, from Santa, and that's it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. all. <laughs> that's really do all they do. They just deal like the reindeer break out and start walking on the ceiling, and then they bicker about the letters on paperwork. Yeah, and that that's it. Uh, they they do their uh, Lionel Richie and um, dancing on the ceiling, yeah. and uh, then they just it. The whole movie is basically uh, can be summed up with this guy. These guys is. Uh, uh, plot thread, which is yeah. a lot of it's unnecessary. A lot of it's just filling for time and um, and just mugging to the camera. And that really is what the whole movie is. Yeah, just a, a series of yeah, a, a series of setups for Ernest to mug to the camera with. For somebody to mug to the camera, because sometimes yeah. they mug to the camera, sometimes it's Ernest, sometimes it's uh, somebody else, you know, there's always yeah. always a mug going on at some point. Yep, and uh, yeah, that's the... That that's the that's the the gist of it. Uh, but boy, did it bring the darkness out of us. Like, I can tell you this much, I think that... Uh, I think that the movie was probably written... Um, Probably like 92, 94. No, this was a 1988 movie. Uh, no shit. Yeah. This, this was, from, was an 80s movie. Yeah, this is from 1988. And, uh, no uh, wonder they uh, sent, you know, sent uh, yes. Santa Claus to jail. For being homeless. Yeah. Um, but basically, what uh, what, ha what I think it is, is they, they had the idea for the third act, where, you know, all the shit's going down, and you're yeah. like, oh, we need to get to the, you know, to the museum by seven, we need to get the bag to there by, you know, before he leaves, we need to make sure the guy wants to be Santa Claus, we need to make sure all this happens, yeah. and they had the whole third act written, they're like, well, what do we do to bring it up here? Like, I don't know, let's just mug and stall for time for the first two <laughs> acts, and that's basically what happens. Yeah. Now, I will say this, that, um, if you couldn't tell from our earlier podcasts, uh, especially Ernest Scared Stupid. Mm -hmm. um, I know, personally, I'm a fan of the Ernest movies. Yeah. They're not good. <laughs> but I'm a fan of them, because I... All 100% because of Jim Varney. Oh, yeah, Jim Varney is a is a treasure like, in these. Like, the rest of the movie, it doesn't really matter. As long as we can watch him mug for a little bit, like, all yeah. is right with the world. Mm -hmm. And, um... 
this movie isn't my fav favorite Ernest movie. Yeah. But I think it's my second favorite. I, I really like this this Ernest movie. Again, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> Mm, but, um... It might be, I don't know, it's either this one or Ernest Goes to Camp. See, my number three would actually be Ernest Goes to Jail. Um... Uh, haven't seen that one in a long time, but it does have the, the two Ernests, the good Ernest and the yeah, bad Ernest. And, uh, we'll get to that probably some point uh, in this episode. I, I know we brought it up before in the past. So, um... But, you know, get might, ready for that again. Yeah, we might go deep into this one. Um, but... I will say that, uh, I mean, Ernest Scare Stupid is my favorite of all of them. Yeah. But, uh, I will kind of, uh, talk about this movie because I want to uh, bring up some of the things that I think, uh, work uh -huh. in this movie and, uh, some of the things that don't really work. Alright. And I'll start with the don't really work. It's something I hinted at before, um, but, you know, there is a lot of just stalling for time, a lot of unnecessary scenes. Alright. Um, and... I like them for all intents and purposes. Like you know, I I don't like the uh, I don't like the the freight guys you know a lot, but yeah. I don't hate them as much as you do. It, it, to, to me, they they just represented a you know stomping on the brakes of the movie. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. Um, there is actually one thing I do have uh, one I'd say almost glaring issue yeah. that I have with this movie, which is I don't like. The, oh, I mean, I, I don't think that they picked a good person to play the replacement Santa. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I didn't really think about that. But yeah, he was kind of a you know, Joe Schmo Santa. Like a, a guy you could see like yelling yelling obscenities at a football game. Yeah, like he looks like a, he looks like he should have been the cab driver. You know, his name should have been <laughs> Sal. He shouldn't be Santa Claus. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't argue with that, but... Huh, yeah, that's, uh... That, that's gonna bother me now. <laughs> because, you know... Like, he's supposed to be this, uh... This... This kindly man. There was, like, a list of potential Santa Clauses. He, he, he said he had hundreds of people. And, like, you know, one by one, they either died or they touched somebody and, uh, they weren't allowed to be Santa Claus anymore. Basically, he had this... You know, Santa had his list and he was like... No, no, this one won't do. This one won't do. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely yeah. not him. Uh, Santa was on Twitter. He's like, all right, yeah. this guy's canceled. I can't do this guy anymore. And so well, Roman Polanski's off the list. Yeah. <laughs> and so finally, he gets to this guy, and he's supposed to be a charitable man who you know works with children and everything like that. But I just kind of didn't really see him as anything but a static, you know, just kind of lump. Yeah, it didn't really do anything. Like <laughs> you know? I, I, I feel well. Yeah, you know, all right. I was gonna say I feel bad for criticizing the guy about, you know, how he comes off on screen. But you know what? Thirty x years later, yeah, like uh, you know, he could take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he could take the reviews. It, it uh, yeah, he just kind of. Like, I know he's supposed to be kindly and mm -hmm. like, he, 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 because when you're when he's juxtaposition uh, to the guy who played Santa, who was he the Sultan? Yes, from, he was uh, from Aladdin. Yes, he was. All right. And, and like it just it doesn't work. Like he's a good Santa. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm not gonna go too much into it because I know. Like I think the nostalgia critic talks about this guy all a lot because oh, that's like his, it's like his favorite interpretation of Santa. But um, like you know, I think that he was a fine Santa. Like yeah, you know, he was he, good. He had a nice, kindly voice. You know, he looked the part. Like everything was good. And then we get like this uh, this greaseball Mets yeah. fan who's <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> Ho, 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 uh, I, I motherfucker! Why, I don't know why I chose, uh, I, I chose Christopher Walken. <laughs> ho, 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 Merry Christmas! That would have been a much better Santa yeah, Claus. Was, like, uh, if he turned Max Shrek from <laughs> Batman Returns into the Santa Claus, that would have been fine. Look, I got you a watch. <laughs> and I smuggled it in my ass to get it here to you. You don't need to do that. I have a set yeah, well, of toys. Did, yeah, well, I did that. And now this watch is extra special because it's covered in my shit. Santa Claus's shit. <laughs> I, I Please feel, leave. I feel I've made an error with my list. <laughs> oh, that memory of mine. <laughs> so, so yeah, like... That is the only thing about this movie that I'd say yeah. I really 
uh, can't get behind because it just feels like of all the people that were cast, I think everyone was good. Um, like, yeah, even the freight guys were fine. Uh, they were- they were hams, but, yeah. you know, Ernest, of course, is fantastic. Uh, even the little girl, um, was alright, and- Yeah, her, she was alright. Her name was fitting, I think her real name is like Noelle or something like that, and I'm like, Oh, that's a perfect name for somebody in a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but everybody did their part fine, you know, except for, like, Santa, yeah, Greaseball Santa. I'm trying to think of, like, who- uh, who- who would you put as the replacement Santa? Because it has to- there's a certain amount of criteria- certain criteria that has to go into it. Okay. A, uh, like this movie looked like it had a nothing budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it has to be someone relatively obscure at the time. Alright. Alright. And, uh, so- you know, someone who you could see as a, uh, young- uh, re younger replacement for Santa Claus. Well, I guess my first thing goes to uh, Paul Giamatti because I think he played Santa at one point in like I... Fred Claus or something. Okay, uh, yeah, I guess in the eighties. You know, yeah, he, he was, was unknown. Yeah, he was unknown. Uh, well, though that though Paul Giamatti is not that much of I, a step <laughs> up, like from uh, you know from the the, the guy they got. Like, don't get me wrong, Paul Giamatti is one of my favorite actors, mm -hmm. but. You know, he, he's great at, you know, kind of being an everyman. And I think that he could elevate the material. Okay. But again, I'll keep on thinking yeah, like, on it yeah, while he you didn't do us... that great in Lady in the Water. <laughs> what are you not... talking about? He was committed to acting like a child so that this old lady would read him a story. Yeah, I, I guess, because all I heard throughout that movie was... <laughs> yeah. No, that, that is... That is... <laughs> Lady in the Water, we'll get back to Ernest Saves Christmas. Right. Oh, spoiler, er Ernest Saved Christmas. But yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to Lady in the Water in... Or uh, Ernest Saves Christmas one second, but I want to say that Lady in the Water was so bad and had such awful sound quality yeah. that Britain actually bought a big-ass uh, speaker system just was, so we could hear it. Was that was that the... Uh, that was the catalyst. That was the catalyst? Like, Be Lady in the Water was so unwatchable that I, that I bought the sound bar? Yeah, because... Um, because I remember it came in, and you were like, Ah, oh, let's see Lady in the Water, you know, do do it now, because it was like a week later. Yeah, and, and it was still... Yeah, and like, and you're, I remember you're yelling at me, like, The sound is all the way up on the soundbar. Look, I'm pressing the sound all the way up. I'm like, I believe you, man, I hear you. <laughs> Look, Movies, it's not me. It's not me. Like, did, have you tried, like, playing with the settings on the soundbar? You play with the settings, I'm better. <laughs> So, yeah, that's how bad that movie was. Yeah, that was, uh... So, back to Ernest. Who would you pick as your, uh... As your replacement uh, Santa Claus? that's tough. Like, in the 80s? Yeah, because... Uh, like you said, you had to be a cheapo actor in the 80s. And... I mean, these are the rules, I guess, that you laid out. Yeah. And, uh... Tom Arnold. Hmm. You know what? John Goodman. Huh, yeah. You know what? John Goodman, uh... I think he was still, like, starting off in Roseanne at the time. Yep. Yeah, and he would have been... And he's played Santa before. Like, it was an evil robot yeah, Santa on Yeah, he still did it. Yeah. Um, and he just, he, he just exudes jolliness because, again, uh, like you were saying about Paul Giamatti, but yeah. I, I think John Goodman is probably, you know, one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Like, I'm going to say, like, top 20 or something yeah, like he's, that. He lost a shit ton of weight. Oh, no, I saw it. I saw it. It's crazy. And, but to me, it's like, I have never seen John Goodman put, you know, put in a bad performance. Even in Flintstones, he yeah. believed he was Fred Flintstone, you know. And even though that movie was kind of shitty. Well, not kind of. It was <laughs> shitty. But go um, on. Like, I, I can see no better actor to play Fred Flintstone yeah, than 100%. John Goodman. Yeah, 100%. It was, it was like, uh... There's gonna be a live-action Flintstones movie. Oh, John Goodman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, John Goodman. Yeah, yeah, John Goodman. Okay, alright. It'd be like William H. Macy playing Ned Flanders. It's just like, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, makes that's sense, Ned Flanders, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so, um, I think John Goodman would make a great Santa Claus for- especially because he would- he would probably be a dynamic character, like someone you would actually want to take over the role of Santa Claus. Yeah, not- you know, not the- the other guy who- not the Santa Claus who's always eating a hot dog. <laughs> Not the Santa Claus that, uh, you know, drinks cheap beer under the bleachers. <laughs> okay, maybe he's not that bad. Not the Santa Claus that flips off people in traffic. Yeah, not the Santa Claus that steals change from the other Santa Clauses. 
the one, the, the sticky bandit Santa Claus. <laughs> and uh, all right, so we we established uh, like who would play, who would be a good Santa Claus, who would be a worse Santa Claus. Okay. Um, do we have the same? Uh, do we have the same stipulations? Yeah. That it has to be a, an '80s actor. That '80s actor, uh, relatively unknown. Because I'm going to tell you this right now, even though I think he's a fine actor. Um, and Paul I know, Giamatti. Yeah, he would be a terrible Santa. <laughs> no, even though he's a fine actor, uh, I think Robert De Niro would probably make a very bad Santa Claus. Yeah, I think he would too. I want to say he's been a Santa Claus before. I, I can't I can't confirm it. Like, but uh, Maybe, I don't know, he's been in a lot of things. And then again, De Niro, I, I think... Uh, by that, by the 80s, he was already up there. Yeah, exactly. In, in so there's, like, he started out in, the, I think, The Godfather 2. I think that was one of his earliest roles. Really? I, I thought uh, Taxi Driver was um, earlier. It might have been, because Taxi Driver was, uh, that's close. Taxi yeah. Driver was, I think, like, 78, 79. Uh, and then maybe the other one came after it, because I have no yeah, idea maybe. when The Godfather 2 came out. Um, yeah, but yeah, De Niro would definitely be, he'd be a very Italian Santa. Like... I just don't consider De Niro to be jolly or yeah, kindly. Yeah, like, yeah, maybe maybe he is in real life, but he's definitely not portrayed on the screen oh, as no, such. No, no. I mean, I hear he's a funny guy in real life. I oh, hear is he really? That's yeah, I, I hear he's actually like you know, a, a pretty, uh, a, you know, pretty genuinely funny person. I, I hear he's a he's a pr you know pretty much a wet blanket interview oh, uh, I'm on sure. television. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there's a lot of people who are like that. Yeah. But, um, but he would not make a good Santa Claus, but, uh, I think I can find somebody even worse to play Santa. Uh, I thought as someone, another pretty good Santa Claus. Oh, okay. Uh, Let me hear it. I, I know that's not what we're doing. No, I mean, we'll, we'll do it. But, uh, I, I, in the 80s, I think he was at least established, uh, fairly well established. So okay. I don't know if it fits my criteria, but James Earl Jones. Okay. I can see him because he's, he's jolly. Yeah, he'd be a jolly guy. You know, he would. Uh, what do you want for Christmas? I can't even do that. He has such a rich voice. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I know he's getting up there in age, and it just, it just makes me bite my nails because it's a, it's a voice that cannot be replaced. Um, I think I have an idea for a, a, a terrible Santa Claus. Go on. Um, even though I think at this point in the 80s he was established a little bit, uh, but Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah. Because he had, at this point, I think he had Bull Durham, and I think Field of Dreams was 89 or something, so, uh, he was... Go Dasher, go Dancer, <laughs> go Prancer, go Vixen. On, coming. Well, you know the rest. <laughs> uh, so, uh, alright, I, I... I know another one that would probably Good be or bad. Uh, probably be bad. Uh, he was he you know in the eighties. I don't know. He was still fairly young, uh, but by the, now he might be old enough. Uh, actually, no, probably not. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Oh gosh. Uh, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, has he played a Santa Claus before? Uh, I I think he might have had a Santa costume on. Yeah, and that stupid that, that stupid movie I think he was in with uh, Danny DeVito. Oh yeah. But hey, now there's a Santa yeah. Claus. No, so he was firmly established. Oh, yeah, in of the course, 80s. of course. On dancer, on dancer, uh, on prancer, and on vixen. And uh, I was gonna have a joke, but I decided decided not to do any jokes. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, We're just gonna shout names. At on a. Nixon. <laughs> But, uh, like, he would be, I think, a a fun take on Santa Claus. It's Santa with garbage. <laughs> like, he opens up his sack and it's just rotten apples and... <laughs> he just takes a bite and then spits it out. Like, nobody wants a 40-year-old a, a Santa Claus eating garbage. <laughs> like... The funny thing is, you say that by this point, uh, Danny DeVito was firmly established, oh, which yeah. he was, because he was in, uh, he started off, I don't know if he started off in Taxi, but I know this was definitely one of his earliest roles was like in Taxi. Taxi, then, uh, he had a, a litany of movies, yeah. he was in Throw Mama from the Train. He directed uh, it too. Yep, uh, which I, I think it was, uh, Anne, uh... Anne oh, Ramsey. Anne Ramsey's last film. And, uh, yeah, so it, like, but it's funny to think that... 
you know, he, I was like, oh, he's already established himself as that kind of, uh, a little, little rough around the edges, gross yeah. out, you know, kind of, you know, yep. kind of, and I'm like, man, he has been doing the same, he's been playing the same character for 40, 50 years almost. Yeah. Like, that is hilarious, because I love Danny DeVito. I yeah, think everybody he, he, loves Danny he, he, DeVito. He, like, I, I didn't that when I was younger. Like, I, I was not, I was not a fan of him. I thought he, he like, he was just. I just found him obnoxious when I was a kid. That's funny. And, uh, like, I don't know what was wrong with me, but uh, he is a national treasure. Yeah. Uh, Danny DeVito, he should play every role in Ernest uh, Saves Christmas. Like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Vern! <laughs> so, let's get back to, to Ernest um, yeah. a little bit, because I do want to talk about uh, what does work in this movie. Um, which is not not much uh, because again, there's not a lot to talk about in this movie. Yeah, it's it's really not. Yeah, it's yeah, not, nothing really happens. Like you know, again, the third act is is great, um, and even the first and second act, uh, there's so much mugging that you can't yeah. help but laugh your ass off. Um, <laughs> and I think the things that work is one. I even though it's takes place in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Um, it is a very Christmassy movie to me. Like, I love how Christmassy it really is. It, it did, it it does really kind of pick up on that. Like, I don't know what it is about, uh, like, uh, modern Christmas mu Christmas movies, especially, uh, like, the, the Hallmark ones, mm -hmm. uh, that they, they just seem so sterile, and, and it does not seem like a Christmas movie until they force a Christmas theme into it. But, you know, this one actually seemed like a legitimate Christmas movie. Like, from from the very first frame, when they were doing the credits, and it's all these Norman Rockwell kind of uh, Santa yeah. paintings, it's like, I don't know, the whole thing just is like, oh, it's so damn Christmassy. You, you, know? Know, you know what it is? I think they 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 had a good soundtrack. They had a, a, uh, a, a very uh, festive and hearty, uh, you know, kind of, uh, Christmas soundtrack, yeah. you know, meant for, you know, an adventure to happen. And, um, and the other thing that I think works really well is, and this is very simple, yeah. um, Ernest. Well, yeah. Jim yeah. Varney as Ernest. Yeah, he, uh, he, he absolutely, you know, there, there's not, I don't think there is one Ernest movie where Jim Varney does not, uh, give one, uh, mugging that isn't hilarious. Yeah, like, he... He just jumps into this role almost like it just fits him so well, yeah. and it's almost it's almost like a thing of myth, you know, like oh, it, he's wearing the Ernest getup, you know, but he is Ernest. Like, yeah. I don't see Jim Varney, I see Ernest, and like we've seen him in lots of movies, yeah, like that Three Ninjas movie at a theme park. Oh God, um, but oh. yeah, I know, but like he is just like he was is and will always be Ernest. Yeah, and, and go ahead. Uh, it's sad that um, it's sad that he was taken before more Ernest movies yeah. could be made. Yeah, but and, and and like I said, uh, you know, he always gives a great performance, even in a movie that isn't great. Mm -hmm. Like not all of the Ernest movies are great movies <laughs> or even funny movies, but there's at least always going to be at least one point in it. There you go. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. <laughs> like. I hear that the I heard I heard Bishop confirm in Christmas Day. I hear that uh, um, one of the the next Ernest movie that he was going to make was a pirate themed Ernest movie. Aww. Yeah, I know, but I started thinking like, I wonder what else Ernest could do. Like, what other kind of movies could Ernest like have made if he was still you know going? Hmm. Like, I mean, I know we've talked about this probably privately before. Like, uh, you know, like the simple ones, like, yeah, like Ernest goes to hell or something like that. <laughs> like, hey, Virgil. <laughs> and then he sees like the lake of, uh, of like, there's like a lake of the frozen lake of, uh, in the, in the bottom circle. Yeah. And, and then he sees the, the devil eating the, uh, you know, the three people in his mouth. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah, shit, shitting him out and eating them again. <laughs> and he starts like. Starts mugging in different characters like that's one way to get all of your vitamins. 
I swear, if I'm not gonna be resurrected in a few, or reincarnated in a few more millennia, I'm just gonna lay down and die again. Like, it would just be, like, Virgil's kind of like, Alright, let's go, man. <laughs> I don't like being in here. Like, I, I want to get to purgatory next. Like, and he's just, he's just still going. He's like the, uh, the rich, like, lawyer guy. <laughs> That's somebody who probably shouldn't have sold his soul for something so minuscule. <laughs> I don't know who you think you're doing, but I... There was this, this weird snake yeah. guy who I couldn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> that This character. Like, like that, he he was more of, of a of a kind of a hillbilly than Ernest was. Like, so Ernest goes to hell would be a slam dunk, I think. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, even more than slam dunk Ernest. Um, oh, I forgot about. Slam I, I, I don't think we saw that one yet, nope, did we? Nope, we haven't. Well, we might have. No, I don't know. No, no well, we saw. Uh, no, we saw Ernest goes to Africa. That's what, yeah, we had that one. I remember there was like a three pack of uh, yeah. Ernest movies, and I don't think it was on there. No, it, it was uh, Ernest goes to Africa. I think Ernest goes to jail, mm -hmm. and I think Ernest like saves Christmas. Wasn't I think, it? No, I think it was like cart or his commercial spots. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. We have Ernest High Seas. Ernest, I think, was the Ernest goes to hell. Um, you know, I want to say that Ernest in a digital age would have been good, like a video game type of Ernest thing. <laughs> Like, uh, where he's, where he's actually in, of like, they, they transport his brain into a video game, Ernest kind of thing. Hmm. Like, reboot. Uh, I want to say, Ernest conquers the Martians. Okay, that may- Hmm. An alien-themed Ernest movie. Yeah. That seems so obvious. Yeah, like, and I, I don't think it's, you know, he's, I don't think he's going to Mars. I think it would just be- uh, you know, kind of a, an E.T. scenario where an alien's <laughs> left behind, and he doesn't know it's a, uh, he doesn't know it's an alien. He keeps, you know, you're one ugly kid, but, uh, yeah, like, he, he keeps, uh, you know, we'll find your parents. And, uh, he, I, I, I think, uh, even at the end, he still doesn't know it's an alien. Yeah, after, even after it gets beamed up into yeah. its ship, like, well, uh, you kind of went up in the sky there, and uh, maybe he was an angel flying into heaven. Well, Rimshot, I must say we did a great job getting this kid back to his family. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I would like to see what he would do with an alien scenario. Like, I imagine that he's riding on a bike, and then it, like, it flies like an E.T., and, you know, he's like, there's a little shot of him going past the moon, and he's just, you know, well, would you look at that? It's just... <laughs> can you imagine... Can you imagine the stick... the shtick that would come if he... he if he had a face hugger on his face? <laughs> <laughs> like, all the things that he's doing to try to... like, he... he gets, like, a, a knife to try to cut he it off. He gets a crowbar. Yeah. <laughs> he gets it off for a little bit just... Oh, <laughs> uh, like... Putting Jim Varney in the Alien universe would be, uh, would be hilarious. Especially, like, I, I imagine, like, the, you know, the, the alien, uh, would, would burst from well, him. of course, and he'd but be- he'd be all, he'd just put, like, a band-aid on himself, but... Like, I, I think that, that, that whole sequence where the aliens burst now would be funny, like, Oh, I think, I think that chili's not agreeing with me. And, like... Yeah, and, and he would, uh, like, he would have, he would have convulsions that would just make him, like, it would be, he would, uh, he would do slapstick. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would just sell it. Like, I imagine he starts transforming into different characters again, like, uh, if this, <laughs> I hope this thing is, I hope this thing writes more than my son does. He can't get his lazy bum out there. Oh, I tell you this much, these things are a big sucker trying to come out of me right here. <laughs> are they all on the ship? Is yeah. it just a entire ship on the, uh, oh, what was the name of the ship? The Nostromo. Yeah, is it just all Ernest characters on the Nostrobo? No, it's just Ernest, but as he's convulsing, he's turning into different characters as he's is he convulsing. Is the T-1000? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> this is just how, what he does. This is, like, Ernest's thing. Or, or is he, is he crazy? He's crazy, And, and yeah. that, like, he's just, uh, you know, uh, has cabin fever and just keeps on going into these different characters. As soon as the chest burster breaks off and there's, like, blood and viscer everywhere, yeah. then we do the... Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now I'm um, now I'm thinking, like you know, what other franchises? Well, yes, we'll get to that. But now I'm thinking how he's gonna fight the 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 fully grown xenomorph with, I guess, a big X bandage on him. Yeah. You know, or he's just fine. You know, his, his clothes are just a little sooty. <laughs> and uh, I I I'm tr like I guess he just sews himself. Like, he doesn't even have to explain it. Like, this man was electrocuted and was fine, you know? Yeah. We, don't, we don't need too much explanation. He's fine. Yeah. And just, just a bit of gauze. Yeah. And, uh... Like, get away from her, you... Yeah. You... you well, you know what I mean. <laughs> go, go yeah, on. yeah, yeah. And, uh... I imagine it's it's just a, a scene in the, uh... In the air vents where, where he's... Where he's uh, on the radio with rim shot, <laughs> and uh, well, I don't know about this rim shot. I, I, I don't see anything. I think I'm gonna uh, come back down and. <laughs> ruff, ruff. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the movie kind of writes itself. So, like, now let's go back to what you were saying. Well, let's see what other franchises, because we always do this, try to yeah. insert different things in different franchises, but, like, what would... Uh, I want them to be decent and kind of strange, like, you know, like, Jurassic Park makes sense, you know. Yeah. You know, Terminator, that would make sense, too, um, especially if he was a Terminator. Yeah. But I, I also kind of want to see what happens when if we, like, you know, let's, let's expand our horizons a bit, also. All right, like, Silence of the Lambs. Okay, so is he is he Hannibal Lecter? No, he's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not. Oh, uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's a lot of people. He's a uh, Hannibal Lecter. He's Buffalo Bill. Like, okay, him as him as Buffalo Bill is funny. Him as Hannibal Lecter is funny. Ooh, that's a tough one. Like, I imagine he's tucking. <laughs> oh, uh. but, no, I, actually, I don't want to see. I don't want to imagine that. Uh, I, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather keep everything about the movie the same, except just him as Hannibal Lecter. So, uh, okay, uh, so. It, he he's like uh yeah you still had have Ted Levine yeah of course. as Buffalo Bill just uh oh. so who who is he just playing a Hannibal Lecter or is it Auntie Nedna as Hannibal Lecter? I think it's I think it's Ernest as Hannibal Lecter, but he does right. as you know, but he does go into the different characters as need be. So, tell me about the lambs, Clarice. <laughs> oh well, the. You know, I heard the lambs being slaughtered, and Ooh. and 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 then I and then I uh, ran from it. I ran all the way from it. I think that the lambs thing to get slaughtered the lambs. I ran here all the way from the airport, and I'm just about to die. Like, yeah, I imagine that everything, like every single shot of the movie, every frame is the same except. Yeah. For Hannibal Lecter, just replaced with Jim Varney, and and uh, unfortunately, because he's always doing shtick and going into characters, the little girl, the girl in the well, <laughs> dies. Like she becomes another part of the skin suit. Although it would be kind of funny if it's uh like I got your I got I got your rim shot down here, you <laughs> bastard. Rim shot, speak to me, boy. <laughs> uh, put her in the bucket. Put her in the, the basket. I'm gonna lower the basket. I'm gonna lower the basket. Come on, put her in a basket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, shit, I lost it. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I, no, I, it's it's fine. Uh, uh, it's gone. Yeah, don't it's, don't, it's, don't like, even yeah. try to think of it. But I don't know where to go from here. Uh, well, I mean, Silence of the Lambs is actually a good... I, I don't know what movie would be so... Oh, I, I remember now. Okay. I, uh, you know the scene where, yeah... You know, Lecter escapes by putting the skin. Uh. Uh, I imagine, yeah, like he does sit up in the uh, in the ambulance and take the face off and go, yeah. Or he, hey, or it's um, he takes the face off and uh, I I was gonna say he got you know he's just a different character you know completely when he you know he sits up like for some he's reason. Otto von Schnick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he, he takes the face off and the third hand appears on his head. <laughs> Like, he takes the face off, and, you know, they cut away, and then they cut back, and it's clearly, like, he's got the whole get-up on, you Yeah, know? They, which, uh, man, is that, that might be, uh, that might be my second favorite, uh, Ernest movie. It was, I think, Jim Varney's first, uh, film, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, the, um, I forget the name, like, the... Like the Mean Bean Machine. Like, something. it was, uh, the 
Otto von Schnick, the, the Adventures of Otto von Schnick, or something like that, where it was just this weird doctor, uh, or evil, evil villain who was just the, the, the conduit through which Jim Varney would switch into these different characters. So yeah, let's actually talk a little bit about this, because this is, this is going to be a lot to take in, uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> um... So we'll give. I'm just gonna start with a brief overview of this, you know, Doctor Von Schnick's Mean Bean Machine, wherever it is. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, it's exactly what Britton was saying. It's Jim Varney is this evil doctor, and he is, uh, he's a crazy, weird-looking villain with a hand on top of his head. Yeah. That's constantly kind of like moving and tapping, you know, his skull and yeah. like that. Um, and there's this. Guy who's like you know fighting him basically. Uh, well, it, it, the the story is is that there's these uh, you have uh, the, this like a uh, all American you know uh, you know guy who's who's great at everything. He he had a great life and he was perfect in every way, and juxtaposed to. Uh, Dr. Otto von Schnick, who had, like, a, you know, shitty life, and, and his parents were crazy, and, mm -hmm. and all that crap, and, uh, yeah, and at every point in the movie, uh, uh you know, Otto von Schnick is trying to, uh, thwart this guy. So, uh, basically, one of the things he uses is his machine mm -hmm. that keeps on... I guess creating different versions of Ernest. Yeah. Um, because they all come together at the end. There's clearly more than one body. Yep. Uh, so Auntie Nedna's there, and a few others are are things that get created. And um, and at the very very end, the machine's destroyed. Doctor uh, von Stick or whatever is uh, defeated, and uh, the last thing that comes out of the machine is Ernest, <laughs> and he takes off his hat. And he's got a hand on his top of his yeah. head. And what we were trying to figure out is whether or not, uh, like, there was a lot of questions that was raised. Like, one, is Ernest just a character of Otto von Schnick? And since the machine was destroyed, he's just stuck. Yeah. Um, actually, we, we, we're going to get into this, this crazy theory because yeah. we have a lot of, oh, I was like, <laughs> Uh, we have a, a lot of evidence to support all this, but first I do want to say, if you haven't seen this movie, this Dr. Otto von Schnick movie, and we, I, uh, it's, it sucks that we don't know the whole uh, yeah. name for it, but it's not too hard to find. Uh, just go to, you know, find Jim Varney's movies. Yeah, and, actually, I got my phone right okay, here. Okay, go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll just... Uh, do that while I talk about it. Please. Um, but I highly recommend you find this movie and watch it, because it is probably the funniest movie that features Ernest. Even though Ernest is only in the very end, it is probably Jim Varney's funniest movie completely. Like, it is a uh, almost satirical uh, s uh, look at like actual, you know, um, uh, you know, G.I. Yeah. Joe, you know, like, you know, all-American hero type of movies. Yeah. And it is fantastic. Like, I really can't recommend it more. So, um, now do you have the name? Yeah, it is <laughs> Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. Okay. So there you go. Go find it. Please go find it. And, uh, so, but we were thinking, does Ernest always have that hand on underneath his hat? Yeah, and, it, and uh, that's why he wears the hat. So we've determined that, um, sometimes he's hat, or sometimes he's hand Ernest, and sometimes he's not hand earnest. That there has to be two earnests yes. because there are earnests where he takes the hat off. Like the uh, we determined that, uh, you know, we thought that all right uh, in this one with Santa Claus he was hand earnest because he goes into all these characters, but the lawyer had no the lawyer character did not have a hat on. That's true, uh, but I think that maybe he. Uh he hid it. He hid it under the hair somehow. Yeah, I don't know. That that hair was, uh, it was raised, yeah. like although like it does it does throw a, a little bit of a wrench because we had we had ways to determine which was hand earnest and non hand earnest. I know. We we should have written this down. Um I, I still remember it. Anytime that he goes into these characters, particularly Auntie Nenna, because yeah. she was in the Gloom Bean movie. She she was uh yeah, she was Predominant in the gloom beam. So anytime he goes into these different characters, it has to be hand Ernest. Yeah. Because that's the one that's created. And any movie that doesn't have it, like Ernest Rides Again, mm -hmm. um, then that is uh, non-hand Ernest. And we actually have uh, something that might help our theory, 
which is... Ernest Goes to Jail. Ernest Goes to Jail. There are literally two Ernests in that movie. Yeah, there's a, a good Ernest and a... Uh, a Jim Varney character where he's an, you know, it's Jim Varney, but evil, and they don't, I don't think they say he's Ernest. They don't say he's Ernest, but uh, I'm sure they have a name for him, but, yeah, uh... but he's Ernest. Yeah, and he dresses up like Ernest, but here's the thing. Good Ernest is actually the hand Ernest, because... Oh, uh, really? That's what, that's what we determined, because, um, non-hand Ernest is, uh, is the one who is the, the evil Ernest in that movie, because... Hand Ernest goes to jail because he dresses up as Auntie Nedna. Oh. And um, so we determined we got so much into this. Like, we, there was less conspiracy about the JFK <laughs> uh, like, than, than, than what we had put together. Like, we need, we were just about to have, uh, you know, pins and twine on the, <laughs> on the wall. Like, we determined that uh, non-Hand Ernest, the one who's in jail, was yeah. thrown in the jail because... Um, he actually, uh, I think, was getting, uh, getting fed up with, like, all the stuff that happened with non-hand Ernest, like, so, or, or, I'm sorry, with hand Ernest, like, yeah. non-hand Ernest was actually getting the shorter end of the stick and kind of, uh, turned to a life of crime after all the stuff that hand Ernest screwed up, and that's why he wound up in jail. And he, here's the big question is, where did non-hand Ernest come from? We know where... We know where uh, Hand Ernest came from, you know, Doctor Otto, yeah. uh, and, you know, and eventually, I guess, a, a, an experiment went awry, and uh, you know, it, you know, got stuck as Ernest. Yeah, I, I think actually this movie might have helped us. Uh, Ernest saves Christmas. Oh yeah, I think because um, uh, Santa Claus says that he was watching Ernest until he was about eleven years old. Okay, and so I determined, like, so this this might help that uh, that with your theory that this might be non-hand Ernest somehow uh, because if Santa Claus is watching it means he was born and raised up until he was 11 or maybe um, he was you know, after 11 uh, Santa Claus just didn't pay attention didn't realize that he was talking to hand Ernest like like uh why would Santa have determined he was evil? Yeah, if he would have paid attention the whole time, he he would have known there was two Ernests. Because uh, you know, up like up until he was a like a, an adult, Doctor Otto was evil. Yeah. Um. And uh, but I think that if there's two uh two Ernests, uh, this Ernest, non-hand Ernest, was you know born and raised like a regular person. Yeah. Happy-go-lucky life until. Hand Ernest comes around and just kind of starts ruining it, and he ends up turning to a life of crime. Uh, I, I, I want to say that the, there are two Ernest. There, there were uh, like you had Jim Varney, yeah, uh, or you had Ernest, you know, regular non-hand Ernest, born into a normal life, and then you had Hand Ernest, Doctor Otto, yeah, and I can agree with that. And the Doctor Otto's machine that malfunctioned at the end and eventually broke uh, stopped on Ernest. Mm -hmm. Uh, just, it was just random. Okay. And, uh, like, it was just a, a, a stroke of luck that it landed on a, a, a real person. Okay. And, uh, from then on, like, uh, it was just hell for the, the non-handers, like, his credit rating went down. <laughs> and it just, it was just, it was awful. I, I think, actually, I'm gonna, I agree with that 100%. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna jump in on this and maybe add something else that somehow when, um, when Hand Ernest is uh, born, like you said, stop the machine stops, and yeah. it just so happens to be a person, which is Ernest. Uh, when Hand Ernest is born, um, the the goodness and uh, the soul, basically, of non-Hand Ernest <laughs> gets transferred into Hand Ernest, which is why the other one starts uh, also starts turning to evil. I, I think there's just at some point they they switch places, like they you know uh, like uh, Hand Ernest eventually goes like you know what it's not bad being good and trying yeah. to help people and then like uh non-hander is just like uh i can't afford my mortgage my credit rating and <laughs> like and, and it just turns to evil and eventually goes to jail trying to rob a bank like Ernest has uh like Ernest keeps on losing jobs because like sometimes hand Ernest will show up and sometimes it won't be and so non-hand Ernest shows up to do his job as a janitor like didn't we fire you yesterday he's like <laughs> I, I don't remember all that i never applied for this job get out of here you bum uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But there's, here's the thing, there are different, uh, you know, kind of different things to determine which Ernest is which. 
Okay. Like, uh, like, or not, like, there are two, you know, there are kind of two different Ernests. Like, I don't know which is which, but, like, which Ernest next, lives next to Vern? Because like, he's not always bothering Vern in every movie. I, I'll go ahead. And again, like there's also an Ernest who makes wacky inventions. Like he didn't make any inventions in this one. Okay, so if so, are we going to determine that this is hand Ernest or non-hand Ernest in this? Uh, in it, the, it would have to be non-hand because he, he, he had took, his, he took yeah. his hat off. So um, then I'm going to say that uh, non-hand Ernest is the uh, the one who lives next to Vern, and hand Ernest is the wacky inventor. Yes. Um, I think that's uh, I think that's a good way to determine it. Um, that's the best way to determine because uh, that means all the all the commercial earnests are non-hand earnests. Yeah, which it, makes sense. It, it does make sense because uh, you know he's always bothering Vern, and and then uh, in 1985, uh, <laughs> Doctor Otto's machine breaks, and then hand earnest is uh, you know is made, but. Like, a little piece of Dr. Otto <laughs> is still there where he makes his wacky inventions. Yep. That, okay, I can I can get behind that. And non-hand Ernest, that means, has uh, has rim job because he was an Ernest. <laughs> rim job. <or> rim job. <laughs> rim job. <laughs> oh, he has a rim job, all right. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Not so hard. <laughs> oh, that's slippery. Ew. Uh, <laughs> ew. But, all right, so not our hand Ernest has to have rim shot. Be okay. Because well, in Ernest goes to jail, the wacky inventor Ernest is uh, has rimshot, and he's the one who goes. You know, that, that's the one that we're. And that makes sense because in Ernest Scared Stupid, uh, he has rimshot, and he's making. And he helped those and kids make that wacky yes, treehouse. He's making all the invent. Yeah, you know what? We have solved the Ernest paradox. We have solved the Ernest riddle. So, uh, for those of you who like your Ernest. If it's an Ernest that is invent, you know, create, you know, inventive and makes all these wacky gizmos, you know that's uh, the failed Doctor Otto. Uh, if it's just a regular Ernest without uh, rim shot, rim shot, and, uh, <laughs> and and doesn't really make any inventions, like in uh, Ernest Saves Christmas or Ernest Goes to. Yeah, no. Ernest, Ernest goes, goes to camp, camp. He makes things. He makes things. Uh, but Ernest rides again. He Ernest doesn't. rides again, so that has to be uh, uh, Ernest Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Non-hand Ernest. Yeah. So now you know. So I actually, please, please, please go to our um, Podbean uh, now diggleness site because that's the only thing we can really read the comments yeah, on. Podbean dot. Uh, now dig now dig on this dot com. Yeah, and all one word, and, except uh, for the dot. And find uh, if you're listening to this episode like through some other way, go onto the Podbean thing and leave a comment here because we need to know that you believe our <laughs> earnest theory. Like we really want feedback on this one, so please, if you've made it this far, find a web find our website at you know Podbean dot now dig on this dot com and leave those comments, people. Because yeah. You know, Especially if you have further insight that we missed. Yeah, we might be wrong here. Maybe, uh, maybe you know something we don't. Like maybe you know of a uh, uh, a rimshot, you know, a uh, rimshot Ernest who didn't make shit. Yeah. Um, or there's because I know it's funny. I was looking up. There was because um, remember I was reading that uh, rimshot his his second dog. Yeah. Who was so the first dog? His first dog I think was in the commercials. It was called oh. like you know Polly or something weird like that. He's like oh, Polly had puppy. Blah. So rimshot belongs to hand Ernest, and the first dog belongs to non hand Ernest. Huh. No wonder he. he Oh, Polly. That, that that was his last link to goodness. <laughs> like, once he lost that poor dog, like, yeah. uh, it all went downhill. I'm gonna be evil! Oh, Shorty. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it was in, it was in the commercials, so... This is, a, this is an airtight theory that we have here. Yeah, it's... it's like, it, it makes me... It almost makes me wonder if it's intentional. Like, it, you know, this... <laughs> like, this... It's like, you know, on the... Like... Like the little Easter eggs on the level of MCU. Yeah, like we we really need to watch all these other movies. But again, if you're an Ernest fan, please, 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 if you've seen these movies, tell us that we're right. Tell us we're good. Tell us we're good. Just tell us we're good. <laughs> that was that was intense. And I think that's a perfect place to yeah. call it quits. Ooh, I'm sweating over yeah, here. I, look, like. <sighs> This this was uh, you know this is on level of the original conversation we had yeah like, because I think it was like a three hour conversation three hour nothing we were we went to sleep 
woke up the next day and continued the conversation. That's how much we were into it. Well, sleep in separate bedrooms. Well, it's just... No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, we yeah. didn't sleep, but we were in the same bed. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we, we, we have a... We have a tiny, like, tiny one-bedroom apartment, and we have to share a futon. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not true at all. So we went to sleep, you know, we went to bed that night uh, just talking about Ernest. We were sitting there, you know, I was in my little rocking chair while you went to sleep. That's, you know, yeah, well, eating a bowl of porridge. Yeah, and, well, I, I sleep for two hours, the alarm goes off, and then you get to bed for two hours, yeah. and we do that for, you know. <laughs> in, into infinity. Yeah. We're making people like, man, this is even crazy. Like, we want to make tall and smug, uh, you know, theories of our own. Are we? Do do it, please, please make tones like leave comments and tell us uh, your your craziest tone smoke theory. Which um, one of us actually assassinated Archduke Ferdinand when we invented the time machine? Which one of us is tall and which one of us is smug? I think they know. I think through context clues they can, but prove to us that's your first you know that's your first challenge here. Uh, you, there have been jokes made establishing who is whom. Yes, but. Please, 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 uh, we, tell us what you think. If you get the answer yeah. right, this is an easy first question. Yeah. And if you get the answer right, we'll do a second question that's a little bit harder. Like, which one of us is missing a finger? Yeah. Which one of us is scared of eggs? Which one of us is secretly a government plant? And which one of us is secretly a government vegetable? So, <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, I got a little sidetracked, um... Ernest saves Christmas. Not the best, Ernest. Uh, I, like we we said, it kind of it kind of goes in all kinds of directions. But I, it, when it, when it comes to the the quality of Ernest jokes, uh, it, it really does uh, it does a good job. Uh, if you want a, a solid Christmas movie. Uh, starring a, a goofball like Ernest, it, it's it's you're not going to be wasting any time. Yeah, this is a uh, like. I love this movie. I think it's a. I think it's a good movie. Even though I know it's not a good movie, I do love this movie. So, um, and especially around the holiday season, like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you know, pop mm -hmm. it on mm -hmm. and just have yourself a good time. And it's definitely a fun for the whole family kind of movie. It is a movie where the kids and the adults are going to be laughing just as hard and probably for the same reasons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, put it on and enjoy yourself. Uh, check your brain at the door, of course. But, of course. Um, this is a lot of fun and I highly recommend it. So uh, yeah, go for it. Yep. And I think that'll do it. Don't forget to leave those comments about our earnest theories. Yep. And uh, it's, once again, that's uh, that, that, that's podbean.nowdigonthis.com. And uh, that'll do it. All right. Take it easy, everybody. That doodaloo. That'll hold a little SOBs. <laughs>